Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Lava. They, them. (laughs) We're here, and I have a soundboard. Yay! I don't know how much use I'm going to get out of it on this show, because, again, I do a lot of talking on this show. Mm Mm-hmm. I do some talking on pre here, but I, I that show's more chaotic, surprisingly. Right. <laughs> well, hmm, hmm, it's weird. It's a different level of chaos. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're here. Hi. We are. Hello. Hello, everyone. Um, I don't know how to get from the intro to the first segment yeah. ever. We... Gosh, it feels like it's been so long since it was just Time us. Is strange. Yeah. Uh, let me let me pull up a, our schedule to find out because I mean I don't think it was actually that long. I think we just of did the two podcasts four, in a single day. Of oh, that's a very good point. But of the last four that we've recorded, three of them were with guests. So yeah. The last one we did was Camp Scare, which was, in some ways, very similar to the movie we watched this month. But we'll get into that in a moment. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, I did a search for Scooby News, didn't really find anything. Uh, Velma is gay. Woo! Yeah. But also, if you watched Mystery Incorporated, you probably knew that already. (laughs) I'm just saying that hot dog water is a very specific kind of character. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Uh, so I guess let's dig into our questions. We have quite a few of them here. Yes. We're going to start... I'm going to start from the most recent, actually. Okay. Because I have a thing I need to say about the last batch. (laughs) So we're starting here with Brendan at Sonata Waves on Twitter. Would the presence of Jeff Goldblum and or Laura Dern improve this movie? Yes. I, I yeah, paused I because yes. I was trying to figure out where they would fit, but heck yes. I What I would do is I would replace Hubley, like I would just make Jeff Goldblum play Dr. Hubley. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then... I don't know. Has Lord? I haven't. Okay, so I don't actively pay attention to actors in movies, especially like older films that I haven't watched all that recently. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Laura Dern has ever played a villain. Oh, I was literally just thinking. Oh, she'd be perfect as that character. You know that character? Yeah. Heck yeah, that yeah, character. That one. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, just slot them in. Make this a. A celebrity guest starring. Yeah. She kind of played a... Not a bad guy, but an antagonist in The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Whatever her name was. As that... Uh... That character. Holdo. Yes. The person that I 100% forgot about. By the time the the third movie came out, <laughs> I did not remember anything about that whole sequence. 
Uh, I I thought that sequence was pretty good, but this is not a Star Wars podcast, yes. and I refuse to let it be. Yes. I'm not um, not saying that it wasn't good. I just had forgotten about it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh. So next batch of questions comes from Charlie at magical underscore pride on Twitter. Hi Charlie. Hi Charlie. Uh, which dinosaur is the coolest, uncoolest, and favorite dinosaur? Mm. My favorite dinosaur is the Ankylosaurus. I love that it has a big old hammer for a tail. Oh, yes. Always been my favorite. Yes. I... Mm. The thing is, I'm going to have to go basic and say my favorite is the Velociraptor. If only because Raptors is good. Yeah, it's just so cool. Granted, a lot of that has definitely been skewed by uh certain movies, but you know, can't go wrong with Velociraptor. And you're definitely going with like Velociraptor over something like a Utah Raptor or something. Yeah, Utah Raptor is technically the the Velociraptor. It's just the Velociraptor of popular movies, I think. I don't actually remember. Actual Velociraptor is smaller than Mm -hmm. uh, popular dictation is claiming. Yeah, Velociraptor looks like it's about knee height, according to some of these charts I'm looking at. Yes, that is correct. The second part of the question is... uh, Dinosaurs are often referred to as something a kid can be really into, like Greek mythology. Well, hold on. Oh, hold on. What? We didn't ask. We didn't answer uh, coolest and uncoolest. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know enough about dinosaurs. Um, I don't remember the name of it. The um, it's, uh, hold on, googling dinosaur names that I know. No, that's not the one. The dinosaur list. I just type, uh, did a word search for cool. Just in case. Uh, hadrosaurs. Hadrosaurs, I think, like, they're fine. I am not a fan of them. I would call them the uncoolest. Hadrosaurus? Yeah, they have the duck bill and, like, the little... A little head thing that goes backwards. Ah. The thing, the thing I can say about a hadrosaur is that it's it's cool in the moment that it shows up in the Jurassic Park with the ride at Universal Studios, because uh, it bumps your boat to send it off course into the events of the ride. Mm-hmm. Coolest dinosaur. I mean, oh, Triceratops is pretty good. I will say that there's the Triceratops nothing style dinosaurs. There's Go nothing ahead. that quite beats uh Rexy in the Jurassic Park movies. Mm. She's just super bad. Good thinking. Even ghosts have to eat sometime. So T-Rex is very up there. It's definitely up there. Uh lots of good reasons that it is an important dinosaur. Um, okay, but yes, so that second part of the question. Yes. You may go ahead. Well, dof- dinosaurs are often referred Dinosaurs are often referred to as something like a something a kid can really be into, 
like Greek mythology, dragons, horses, etc. Did you ever have something as a kid you were super into, but just aren't nowadays? Uh, mine was, in fact, dinosaurs. Uh, mine was, I think, Greek mythology. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. I... Like, until the age of, like, 10 or so, I would say that, like, if you had asked me what I wanted to be, I would have said, like, something along the lines of paleontologist or archaeologist. Mm. One of those type things. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't have very strong memories of childhood, so I could not say off the top of my head. But I do remember, uh, the book section in Costco usually has those, like huge books on the different types of like Egyptology books, dragonology books. Those yeah, things to bring up dragonology. Those things were the coolest in existence. And I distinctly remember just paging through the dragonology book in the store. Obsessed. Sorry, I'm gonna look up because I know there's like more Lists of, like, there are more books in the Dragonology series. God, I just... I just... Uh, oh, wow, there's a, a lot more books specifically in the Dragonology. Yeah, I saw... I used When I was working at an arts and crafts store, there there was a, uh, a Dragonology book that was there. Yeah. Wizardry, Egyptology, Pirates, and Monsters. No actual... See, Nightology, Dungeonology... Uh, official website of the ology. Dinosaurology. Oh. This may have just been a, a reprint. Um, let's look at Dinosaurology, though, real quick. What if dinosaurs had not died out? What if whole colonies of the prehistoric beasts had survived on a remote island off the coast of South America? Is this just Jurassic Park? <laughs> It might be. Okay. All right. Let's let's uh, let's move on. Uh, next question comes in from Crest at Fantasy Crest on Twitter. Would Scooby Doo make a good dragon? Yeah. I think Scooby Doo as a dragon would be a lot like Dojo from Shaolin Showdown. <laughs> I think that's, now that I have said that out loud, that's sort of like the end of my thought process on it. Because it's like, yeah, no, that's just the entirety of my thoughts on that, huh? <laughs> I think it would tie in really well with um, Wizard Shaggy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I would read that AU where Shaggy runs across a dragon egg and out pops Scooby-Doo. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Or if, like, regular Scooby could turn into a dragon mm-hmm. on account of being a familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next we have some questions here from Tanner at Sparky Upstart on Twitter. And they ask, what song would each Mystery Inc. member audition with to get into their high school glee club? I don't know. Um, let's see. Well, we know for a fact from the movie Scoob <laughs> that I'm... They saw, they sang uh, Rolling in the Deep in that one, right? Shaggy and Scooby? Maybe? When Simon Cowell shows up. Oh. 
I honestly could not tell you. I have no knowledge of songs. Well, Daphne has sang a song with the Hex Girls, so that would be a, probably a good choice for her. Um, I don't know. I don't think Fred sings. I think like <laughs> I think he just actively doesn't sing. Yeah. Well, okay, that's not true. I don't remember if he sings along to the song that shows up in Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. But but if he does if he does sing, he would probably sing that. Mm-hmm. There's a real song that was put it was put out by the band Kiss. I don't know if they went out on any of their albums or anything, but they did perform it. You'll find out about that next month. Um I'm going to skip this next question and come back to it. So we're going to move on to how come nobody from the Scooby franchise appeared in cartoon All-Stars to the rescue? And the answer is because it was the 90s and Scooby-Doo wasn't actually popular during the 90s. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, Pup and Scooby-Doo start. Oh, I guess Pup and Scooby-Doo ended in 91. It might have just missed the cutoff. Whatever made them decide to. Hmm. Oh, fun fact. Hmm? A pup named Scooby-Doo was developed and produced by Tom Ruger, who had been the head story editor on Scooby-Doo since 1983. Following the first season of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, Ruger and much of his unit defected from Hanna-Barbera to Warner Brothers Animation to develop Steven Spielberg Presents Tiny Toons Adventures and later Animaniacs, Pinky in the Brain, and Freakazoid. Wow. Dang. It's fun. Yeah. But also, I'm pretty sure there's not like any... I don't like that any of the Hanna-Barbera crew was in there. I'm not sure if Hanna-Barbera was fully under the Warner Brothers umbrella at that point. It might not have been. I mean, granted, there are Disney characters in here, too. So I... I mm, shrug. Yeah. Um, but like if they did, it would have been the the kid Scooby Doo characters from Pup Name Scooby Doo. So I yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's it. Based off of what uh, almost all of the other characters are, like they did Muppet Babies and everything. So yeah. it definitely would have been the kid versions. Well, like also that that was the version of those characters at the time. Yeah, is the it was the Muppet Babies and it was the Pup Name Scooby Doo. Yeah. Um, and then there would probably be like this, like, you, sure, you have Michelangelo in there, but like, there's like a specific sort of stigma that comes with people talking about drug culture and Shaggy Rogers. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. There's probably something in there somewhere. One of those is probably accurate. <laughs> uh, Tanner also asks, what's the sexiest dinosaur? So I have a list here of dinosaurs. I have linked it to lava. <laughs> so I know this is not how it's going to be pronounced, but I'm going to pronounce it for the joke. Uh, Gorgosaurus. There we go. Gorgosaurus. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> iguanodons are pretty good. Uh-huh. Like, I like a uh, Dinonychus. 
Dinonychus is good. It's got feathers. Yeah. I mean, most of these had feathers, but like picture-wise, that one definitely has feathers. I would say maybe Spinosaurus. Spinosaurus up there. Let me look at a picture of a Protoceratops real quick. Based on this head shape, I like it, but... Spinosaurus has the same, same appeal as a crocodile does. Yeah. And I mean that very positively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are the America's next top model dinosaurs. <laughs> All right, so this last question here from Tanner that I skipped over is, what would Scooby and Shaggy do for a Klondike bar? One, it should be Scooby doo for a Klondike bar. And two, you've already asked us this question. <laughs> On February 15th of 2020, <laughs> Tanner... At Sparky Upstart on Twitter, tweeted at us two tweets. Are any of the following Scooby movies and listed some movies? Which member of Mystery Inc. does the mo- does it make the most tactical sense for Kirby to consume in coffee? Is there a Fiona Cake style AU out there where Scooby's a cat? And what was Scooby and Shaggy do for a Klondike bar? Granted, I'm pretty sure Tanner has like a list of questions that they have for us. Yeah. I don't know if they've been deleting them as they type them to us. Maybe that one got missed. Maybe. It wasn't it definitely wasn't copied and placed because the first one uses tildes for mm. the hyphens, but it's hyphenated in the most recent one. Right. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I just needed to needed to just show the receipts. <laughs> We're not mad. We're just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not even disappointed. I just wanted to bust Tanner's chops for a bit. <laughs> That's it for questions. Yep. I guess that just leaves us with the movie. talking about this film. Yeah. Movie. So this movie that we watched was Scooby-Doo Legend of the Phantosaur. It was released on September 6th, 2011 and was and it premiered on Cartoon Network on September 3rd of that same year. Uh, it was written by Doug Langdale, produced by Spike Brandt and Tony Cervone, and directed by Ethan Spaulding. Starring the voice acting talents of Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo, Fred Jones, and Miscellaneous Bikers, Matthew Lillard as Sha- er, Shaggy Rogers and Shaky Joe, <laughs> Mindy Cohn as Velma Dinkley, Gray Delisle Griffin as Daphne Blake, Kathy Cavadini as Faith, John DiMaggio as Fritz, GPS, and Miscellaneous Bikers. I don't know who Fritz is. I don't either. There's actually a lot of characters in this movie that I, like, in this list that I'm like, I don't remember who that was. Um, such as Michael Goh as Mr. Babbitt. Who? Blair, grad student number one in Miscellaneous Bikers. Matthew Gray Goobler as uh, Windsor. I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that one right. Uh, Finola Hughes as Professor Svankmeyer. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. I thought I missed a name here, but it's Malik Pincholi as Doctor. I thought there was supposed to be a name there, but no, it is in fact just Doctor. 
Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is Tex, cop number two, grad student number three, and miscellaneous bikers. Fred Willard is Mr. Hubley. Dave Wittenberg as cop number one, grad student number two, policeman and miscellaneous bikers, and Gwendolyn Yeo as Miss Fetich? Fetish? I don't remember. There are a lot of characters in this that I don't recognize. Is wild. Blair, I think, was one of the guys from the beginning. And then maybe Mr. Babbitt was oh. the other businessman? Yes. Yeah, I think it was Fritz and Blair were the guys from the beginning. Uh, uh yeah. Okay. I didn't write those names down. Because mm-hmm. they weren't important at all. No. Um, okay, so this movie starts and we just head straight into the intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this intro is using the designs that were in this Camp Scare intro. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. Uh, also, this song is like a, just like a really weird song. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it at the top of the episode, so you'll have heard it by now. But it's just like, this is your intro song? Huh? Okay. Uh, but throughout the intro, it's just like them exploring uh, a mansion. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it again in here in a second, because it's just like showing a thing, and then they're going to show it again, but not in this animation style. Yeah. Um, so after the intro ends, we see Shaggy at the doctor. He's been screaming, screaming. for three hours. Screaming his lungs out. All one breath. Yeah. Has not stopped. Uh, the doctor is very, like... I don't know what's the deal with this doctor. Laissez-faire? Yeah, something like that. And he's like, is that a dog? I I love the answer of, broadly speaking, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Scooby-Doo is people. Yeah, Scooby-Doo is a people. Um, it also has a fake certified medical rescue dog verification. Yeah, I, I honestly, I wish they hadn't gone this route. I wish that they had gone the route of, it's not so much that he's a certified rescue dog, but he is certified in, I don't know, uh, CPR or something like that. That would have been funnier to me. Yeah, but especially if they doubled down and like not say, like, oh, you photoshopped that, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't really like that particular route. Although Scooby Doo having a fake real life ID, like a re- like a like a driver's license ID, would be very funny. He's had a driver's license, hasn't he? I want to say yes. that it's definitely a thing that I'm pretty sure that that was in Moon Monster Madness. Yeah, he's had a legal driver's license. Yeah. Um. We get yeah. So a flashback sequence. So yeah, it's like, well, what what was happening before this? Well, it was just a normal evening of investigating an old mansion haunted by naval officers. Yeah, it's normal. And it's it's the, what was happening in the intro. Uh, and they, we see non-intro styled animation of it where they're splitting up to search for clues. Mm-hmm. Shaggy and Scooby go down to investigate the cellar. Yes. They're like, it'll be fine. Ghosts are lighter than air. Like balloons. So those four. Yeah. Hey, Shaggy. Ghosts are filled with... Balloons are filled with ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Helium is ghosts. Uh, yeah. 
That's why you sound different when you breathe it in. It's the ghost making your voice different. <laughs> uh, we get a mini chase sequence of the ghost chasing Shaggy specifically. Yeah. They're like, you know, old style uh, captains and pirates and stite type stuff. Yeah. Um. Um. Shaggy, after the chase, Shaggy just dives into an armoire. Yeah. And it's filled with ghost puppets. Yeah. And he just starts screaming and he never stops. Yeah. Uh, they, they solve the mystery and Shaggy is still screaming. Yeah, he gets uh, driven away in an ambulance, still screaming. Mm -hmm. With his uh, flashlight still clutched in his hands. Mm -hmm. uh, the doctor is like, yeah, he's got like a, a disorder that causes an overreaction to fear stimuli. So no more mysteries. It's the end of the Scooby-Doo gang, says Shaggy Rogers. This is it. Kids and their dog is over. This is the last one. Yep. They just said it. Whoops. I know, I know we kept saying we had like another year, but uh, I guess not. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. so they head over to Shaky Joe's. Yeah, I need to mention this. This is very important. Shaggy, uh, as prescribed by the doctor, is not allowed in the mystery machine. Okay, let's continue. Yes. Um, so we head over to Shaky Joe's diner, and Shaggy is immediately like, "Hey, this is boring. <laughs> what are we gonna do without mysteries?" Yeah, and I love that this is Shaggy taking the stance. Yeah, e even like considering how often. Uh, like, he's the one who's like, do we really have to go investigating this? Can't we just not? Can we just chill? It's, yeah, it's still like a, I know we actually do have to. Yeah. He knows that life would be boring without, you know, hanging out with his friends. Being scared every once in a while. Running from danger and murderous people. Yeah. You know, normal things. Mm -hmm. um. uh, so Daphne is on the computer trying to find things to do and it's like oh there's a crafts fair and Shaggy's just like you know I'm deathly afraid of paper mache <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile uh, the Joe behind the counter accidentally pours coffee into Scooby's bowl uh, Scooby gets the zoomies yeah, Scooby drinks some coffee and then turns into Jim Carrey's The Mask. Yeah. Goes uh, zooming around the the room, defying gravity, running around the ce ceiling. Jump, jumping on people and just saying their name a lot. Joel was like, hey, why don't we, we could do bowling. And Shaggy's like, you, you know how many people die from bowling pins every year? <laughs> Approximately zero. <laughs> Scoopy is still just going absolutely buck wild the entire time. Yeah. And then Fred walks in. And we the setup here is that they are in high school. Or at the very least Fred is. Mm -hmm. Uh he he's currently failing uh science. And he needs to finish come up with a new extra credit science project in order to be able to graduate because the teacher did not like his booby trap that he set up. Yeah. Demonstrating physics. Yeah. Um, so they're like, Daphne's like, wait a minute. We could go to La Serena. 
It's the least haunted town in America, as certified by the U.S. Bureau of Supernatural Forces. Uh, has all you can eat, and has a paleontological dig that Fred can volunteer at. Uh, and Daphne's uncle has a spa there <laughs> that they can stay and visit. Uh, is, is Daphne's uncle I, the, the doctor? Was that the thing? Maybe. I think that's the thing. I didn't. It didn't really seem like it, because he called every he calls everyone by the wrong names. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's like Daphne's uncle has a friend or something like that, maybe. or maybe Daphne's uncle was an investor. Mm, yeah. Oh well. Uh, they drive through um, the I, desert. The so also the U.S. Bureau of Supernatural Forces. This sort of like. <laughs> indicates that this is a world in which ghosts do sometimes exist and people know that yeah okay so they're yeah so they start driving they're driving through the desert uh the gps is sentient i think yeah so i'm pretty sure this gps character is a reference to a movie we have currently skipped oh okay um that we will have to go back to i I think maybe maybe i don't know but it it seems to be like this is a reference to a thing that exists otherwise in the Scooby-Doo mythos. Gotcha. Um, it stop makes them stop at a lot of places apparently, including a tattoo Shaggy has a parlor. Tattoo. <laughs> yeah, Shaggy canonically has a tattoo on his arm uh, of a mouth-eating chicken. Yes, and when he flexes, it's like it's eating. Yeah. Um. Also, also <laughs> Fred has, quote, repainted the mystery machine. On both sides to say the mustard machine. Yeah. So he's Just not. slap a couple of letters on top. Yeah. He's not breaking uh, doctor's orders. Mm hmm. So they arrive at the spa and we are intro. The character is like, oh, hey, how's it going, Frank, Danny, Veronica, and Slappy? <laughs> and he, uh,. Is very confused about Shaggy, who he thinks is the Great Dane. Yes, Scooby Doo, the only name that he gets correct. Do you think? Do you think there's a a requirement in like the the lore book of Scooby Doo where, like the show Bible type thing, where you're not allowed to mispronounce Scooby Doo? I don't know. So it feels like that's what happened here. Hmm. Very strange. Uh. Yeah. Well, hmm. maybe if we find someone important, we ask them that question. <laughs> um. So, Mr. Hubley was like, yeah, I wanted to build a bigger spa before opening, but the locals wouldn't sell their land. And like, what are you going to do? Dress up like a ghost and scare them off? <laughs> and we automatically know that he's not going to be the bad guy. Because it's too early in the movie for that. No, it's clearly the doctor, the first adult we saw. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're like, all right, well, we're going to go to the barbecue in town before heading over to the dig site. And then Shaggy and Scooby proceed to overeat food and say they'll catch up on the way over to the dig. And they vow to never eat again. Cut to them chasing a lizard that stole a biscuit. Yeah. As they are walking uh, to the dig site. Mm-hmm. Which is like just outside of town. Yeah. Scooby chases the lizard, runs into the dinosaur, 
Uh, and then when he goes to tell Shaggy, it's no longer there. And Shaggy's having a minor panic attack. And he's like, oh, no, I, I was just joking. Yep. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Yep, because he does not want to panic him. I will say, just as an mm-hmm. insert, I loved this little lizard so much. They animated it so lovingly. Like the little chase sequence yeah. between Scooby and the lizard was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like this is a movie where the animators all wanted to do like I want to do the thing that I'm good at animating mm-hmm. or storyboarding or what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of moments like there was another one that I can't remember where it was, but the character was just like so perfectly animated that I was like, I love this. I love this so much. I wish I remembered where it was because <laughs> I didn't write it down, mm-hmm. but it's very good. Um, uh, so we cut over to the dig site, which is inside some mines. We see like mine carts and stuff going around. Yes. Um, Professor Svankmeyer is showing the rest of the gang around the dig site. Uh, and it's like all of the kids these days, none of them go into the sciences. They all want to be game designers. <laughs> Even Windsor over here. And he's like, just cause I, uh... I just took a couple of computer animation courses. All right. Yes. And she's just giving him a hard time because he's the best student here. Uh, of note, this kid is identical to Velma. Yeah, this kid is just Velma, but different. Um, I don't like using this word, but I do have to ask because it'll come up later. Do you think Windsor is an egg? I don't understand the reference. Uh, a trans person who has not yet realized they're trans. Oh, okay. Then yes. I had that thought as I was watching this kid. I'm thinking, oh man. It it reads very strongly to me. But I didn't want to say anything because, you know. But yeah. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring up the reasoning behind my questioning of that. Yeah. Um, Again, I do not like using that word, but it's the it is the easiest way to say it sometimes. Um, but yes, so dig site and there's Windsor. Velma immediately is like, I need to take a picture of this boy that I think is cute. Mm. Um, and then they start talking about bones and glasses and science. Yeah. And Shaggy and Scooby then show up and Scooby's carrying a big old bone. <laughs> It's a bone of a massospondylus. Which is a rare find, apparently. Yeah. And the professor and ones are like, Oh, it's a it's a cool bone. Alright, we need to go do a thing. And then Scooby immediately reburies the bone. Yeah, it's very obviously buried, but it's still really cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're heading back out, and Shaggy's like, Oh, you know, to sort of go into a spa, eating a barbecue, making a flor- uh, an incredibly rare pa- paleontological discovery. It's all pretty good chill times, huh? And then, boom. And then the ghost T-Rex shows Dinosaur. Up. It's dinosaur time. Welcome to the Phantasaur, baby. It shows up and it attacks the dig site and Shaggy's like immediately rendered immobile. Yes. It has to be shaved by Scooby. Who ends up jumping on one of those, like, the pump mine carts. You know, the ones 
Yes. Uh, and they weave around on the mine tracks as the dinosaur chases them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the gang and the two diggers, uh, profess- the professor and Windsor, um, they jump in the mustard machine and slam into the dinosaur, causing it to run off as Scooby tries to bring the thing to a stop. Uh, Shaggy's still frozen, and we have a mystery on our hands. Uh, so back at the spa, Hubley is trying to wake Shaggy up with aromatherapy. Um, but Scooby gets an idea and sticks a Scooby snack in the aromatherapy burner to make the smell wake up Shaggy. Apparently there's a specific smell, but I could not catch it for the life of me. Uh, so he, what, uh, Hubley had just put in, like, scent of juniper, Mm -hmm. like juniper berries. Yeah. Um, so after, after Scooby puts in the Scooby snack, according to the captions, uh, it, uh, Hubbley's like, oh, meat and berry. Nice. Gotcha. So apparently these are meat flavored Scooby snacks. Yes. Uh, Hubbley th- th- wakes up Shaggy and then Hubbley's like, all right, let me tell you all about the Fantasaur. Um, <sighs> so I will say mm-hmm. they do use a, a real Native American, like, tribe name. Mm-hmm. The Tolkapayans. Um, that were, like, actually vaguely in the area that they are supposedly in. Yes, I will say... And that's the only thing that is correct, because the rest of it is pretty much made up. Yeah. the This sequence in particular could have been a lot worse, as we know. It could be a lot worse, and, like, you have to sort of weigh... Yeah what here like counts because a lot of this stuff is literally made up for the movie because of the thing that they're doing later on in the movie yeah. uh and they even sort of couch some of it here in a second yes. by saying like oh yeah this was the thing the thing that i'm talking about now was found in a book of preposterous legends like the three-headed the three-headed fish and yeah a big like a bigfoot variant you know yeah. it it could have been a lot worse so it it's a weird thing. Yeah. Like, I know we should probably just keep moving on, yeah. but I do want to just like it's, it's hard to tell where to give credit and where not to yeah. when it's like, yeah, you couch the thing by saying it basically came from someone's copy of Weekly World News. Yeah. Uh. But, but also, you did say the thing in the first place. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so basically, uh, when the Europeans invaded, they hid in the area's cave system and called upon a spirit and the spirit that came was the phantasaur which attacked everyone and thirst for human blood (laughs) 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 yes um yeah so it's it's in the book of preposterous legends and mr hubby's like all right i got a thing i can do here for shaggy we're going to take them, we're going to do some psycholuminescent reprogramming in my laser tag room. Yeah. It is. It's not, so... he doesn't call it a laser tag room, but it looks like a laser it tag room. It does look like a laser tag room. It's so silly. I love it. Um, it's, uh, so he, he, he says it's not a hypnosis machine, but it's a hypnosis machine. It's a lot. It's <laughs> Fred's like, oh, it's like a hypnosis. And he's like, it's more like hypnosis, hypnosis, but I, <laughs> But I don't use the 
the little golden watch in front of your face, and then he turns on the hologram, and it makes a giant golden watch that weighs in front of your face. Yes. Um. So he he turns on the wild and wacky giant clock machine and hypnotizes Shaggy, so that whenever the word bad is said, Shaggy will become fearless and unstoppable. Um. And whenever it's repeated, and it says he'll go back to normal. Yes. Um, and then he's like, and then when I snap my fingers, you're not going to remember any of this conversation. And then he snaps his fingers and they both forget. Yes. Apparently, this happens a lot of the times where he just forgets when he uses yeah. this machine. There's no safety here, buddy? Really? No. That's not good hypnosis practices, dang it. Yeah. Uh, so immediately as they're leaving, Daphne and Fred are like, so he's got a big hologram machine, right? That's suspicious. You think it could have been a hologram this time? (laughs) What do you think, Velma? Velma's like, uh, I'm looking at a picture of a boy. Yeah. And Fred's like, what, Daphne, you never had a crush before? Or something like that? And Daphne's like, look, I I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby go and grab some all-you-can-eat, and then the biker gang shows up. (laughs) Meanwhile, over at the dig site, the rest of the gang finds the dinosaur tracks, but also snake tracks, they say. It's like, ah, yes, these lines on the ground, that's, that's snakes right there. These are not small lines. These are like, I would, my first thought would have been something like tire tracks or something if it wasn't so wiggly. Yeah. So at the, at the all you can eat buffet, Shaggy's hot dog flies off and hits one of the bikers making him angry. Daphne has an idea of what if giant snakes are coming up from the caverns (laughs) and clustering together into the shape of a dinosaur. What, is it any more ridiculous? Than ghost dinosaur? Yeah. I love this Daphne. This Daphne's a good Daphne. Yeah. Um, so Windsor shows up and is like, hey, don't go down this way. There's snakes down there. We never go further down there because of the snakes, you see. Yeah. And it's like, hey, Velma, would you also like to see other places that we never go? Meanwhile, Fred and Daphne look on the ground and they see footprints that go down there like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm, I don't think no one ever goes down there, actually. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Shaggy being shook by his shirt, and the biker, uh, that is shaking him says the word bad. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy's- and it's the bar fight scene. Yeah. It's the one that you've all seen. Yeah. I saw the biker gang earlier, and I was like, hey, it's this movie! Yeah, this is- so, that's the thing, is I- could have sworn it like that's the the entire time i've been saying shaggy showdown because that's the one that it looked like it would have been i had never seen i was like that looks like it would be in a western style one and that's what shaggy showdown sounds like it would be Uh it didn't sound like you would have a weird bar fight in the one that's about a ghost dinosaur yeah here's the thing about this movie the whole biker gang subplot it feels like half of the movie. Doesn't it? Yeah. 
so here's the thing about this movie specific you know how when we did camp scare i was like man camp scare i would love to see it be like a mini series or something yeah. This one has so much stuff going on in it that it needed to be a miniseries. There's, like, so many plot threads that are going on, and, like, a lot of them are handled okay, but I think some of them could have used a little bit more time to show off. Yeah. Like, I know you don't care for the Windsor-Velma thing, but I think that's partially because they had to lay it on so thick. Yeah. If they had a little bit more time, they could have dialed it back. I think if they had been able to dial it back, it would have been more palatable. But as I was watching it, it was just, like, there are a lot of silly, overblown moments in this movie, and most of them are kind of delightful. This one in particular Mm -hmm. was so strong, and I didn't enjoy it. I think it would have been a lot better if it were a little less over the top. Yeah, like, I would be fine if they kept some of the scenes how they are and just like cut out some of the stuff like when he's not around because it it just made Velma seem out of character almost even though she does Mm -hmm. actually like she's distracted but she's still helping yeah like she's just a little bit like off on the she's twitter pated that's what it is yeah um so after the fight the gang leader shows up, Texas. He's like, ah, I'm, uh, why don't we just settle this with a race from Dead Man's Peak down Dead Man's Trail, around Dead Man's Curve, and ending on Dead Man's Avenue. <laughs> it sort of merges with a curve, you see. Then Shaggy's just like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't have a bike, but I can borrow one. And then as Texas is walking away, he says the word bad. And then Shaggy goes back to normal and realizes, oh no, what have I done? Uh, Velma agrees to go to dinner with Windsor, so Fred and Daphne are on their own looking around at stuff, and they they sort of spy upon some mysterious business people from Thaumatope Mining Company, mm-hmm. talking about how there's silver in those mines, and that mysterious fantasort, air quotes, uh, I hope they mysteriously drive people off so it'll go back up for sale. Yeah. And then they grab a, a tooth claw thing from the chase scene earlier. It's like, we don't want to leave evidence behind. Yeah, this was so out there. Like, I, like everything else that I was like, y'all didn't do this at all, did you? Like, that's the thing. Like, by this point in the movie, we have like three different suspects yeah at least maybe four depending i would say four because we've got the the spa guy i call i want to call him Mm -hmm. a doctor but i don't think he's a doctor at all i called him a doctor earlier i don't i don't think he's just mr yeah so there's him there are these two characters that we basically just got introduced to and then there's Uh the two uh paleontologists the assistant, Mm -hmm. and the head of the operation. And they could very well Mm -hmm. be completely separate. Two different suspects. Because that's happened before, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we 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 finally see the the place that the gang is staying at. Uh, And I want to talk about these incredibly cute cactus chairs. It's so good. It's very good. 
uh velma is in the process of getting ready for her date but it's still like all right daphne hold on let me type in the stuff on the computer for yeah. you without even and looking pulling up info yeah just like adjusting her lipstick and typing with one hand yeah. they find info on the mining company the mine was closed when Svankmeyer found the bones Velma's like i don't know italian or sushi which which is better for a first date <laughs> And I would say that both are pretty high tier. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when Charlie visited <laughs> the first night, we I made like a lasagna. Nice. Um, but sushi also, Velma makes a good good argument for sushi as a first date mm-hmm. food. Smaller bites. Uh, yep. Um, Generally, sort of like a clean eat. Mm-hmm. Also. Uh, so Shaggy and Scooby Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy is panicking. He is not having fun thinking about this race that he doesn't have to actually do. He doesn't have to do this race. Yeah, but who knows how long they'll be in town. What if he gets hunted down? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Scooby has been trying... Scooby, throughout the conversation, is trying to figure out what the word is. Um... Not quite yet, yeah. I think. I might be out of order. No, that that, that happens in a yeah. bit. But for, first, Daphne's like, oh, I'll teach you how to ride. <laughs> I've been riding motorcycles since I was five. And we cut. cut to. Yes. We cut to Daphne, like, driving this, the cutest motorcycle. Like, it's a bike. It is a bicycle. But it it sounds like a motorcycle. It's in the shape of a motorcycle, and she's wearing. It is definitely motorized. She's wearing uh, a leather jacket, and it's the cutest thing ever. And, I wonder if I can find a picture of it just by searching Daphne Blake motorcycle. And Fred is like, "Isn't it illegal for you to be driving a motorcycle when you were five? And Daphne's like, "Yeah, but I was five. I didn't know." Yeah, okay, I found a picture of it. It's basically what if a, a motorcycle had a little basket on the Yes! Front. I'm going to tweet that one from our Twitter account real yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, this is the point where uh, Daphne and Fred have a conversation, and I think it's about Velma going on the date. Um, yeah. But they repeat so like, the word bad so many times, and Shaggy's just uh, going from panicked to non-panicked, etc., etc., every time. And Jack yeah. Scooby is just repeating the word, the last word he heard every time it happens, and he's wrong every time. He never says the word bad. Yeah, and then eventually he's like, when they're leaving, he's like, avocado? <laughs> um, but like the conversation's like, all right, do you think... Velma's date would be bad for our investigation or is our investigation bad for Velma's date or if the date goes bad would that be bad for our investigation etc etc very circular um so we see uh a bit of Velma's date here uh and this is where I had the question that I proposed earlier um because Windsor does say the words you're basically my clone, but if I was a girl and cute. Yeah. And hey, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the start of some thought processes. Yeah. 
he's he's very touchy on the subject of the Phantasaur. Yes, does not want to talk about it. Hmm. Uh, so we see Shaggy learning to ride a motorcycle. He accidentally floors it, and they have to launch a hang gliding Scooby to help stop him. And that does not work. But that doesn't work. Velma is seeing this uh, after a bit and takes Windsor's retractable key chain thing and uses it to pull down a power line enough to clothesline Shaggy yes. and Scooby with it. Right uh, in the middle so of her date. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. So, like, this is a moment, like, before she does this, where like, they're careening down the street, and then Daphne and Fred are on a motorcycle chasing afterwards, and they're just like, go back to enjoying your date, please. Yeah, so, I-, I loved the moment where they both fall over, and both of their glasses fall off their faces. I was fully expecting them to have a moment where they pick up the pair of glasses, put them on, and then exchange. I was so yeah, surprised that didn't happen. I was definitely happen. expecting it. Because that would have been really cute. Well, but what if they have the same, the prescription? same prescription? I don't know. Glasses, I feel like... You would notice if your glasses were different. Yeah, even if it were the exact same prescription, there's just something about having your own pair of glasses that you just know. Even if it's the same style. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just little minuscule wear and tear that you just become familiar with, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so it's race time. Yes. <laughs> and Texas says the word bag. So, yeah. Shaggy, it's like, alright, time time to just handle everything. Let's go. I'm gonna drive up this vertical wall. Yeah. Here we go. I jump a cliffside uh. to the other side to gain, uh... Mm-hmm more time uh and then at one point tex rex and slides off the side of the cliff and is about to just careen into the bottom and die but shaggy catches him like it's like it's fast and the furious yeah and he says you didn't think you were gonna get out of the race that easily did you which yeah. i loved heck yes uh, and then the Phantasaur shows up, and Shaggy's like, alright, I'm gonna play chicken with it. And then he thinks the word bad. Yeah! <laughs> and then it, it flips the switch in him. And so he then turns around and just goes the other way. Uh, Scooby runs over to try to help, but then gets scooped up onto his bike. Fred and, Fred and Daphne see the van from earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, there's a bunch of cables coming from that van that look like the tracks from earlier. Mm-hmm. And the bikers are here to help. So Fred's plan is basically flood the van with water, causing the people inside to spill out and then throw a net on them. Yeah. Uh, and it works. It works. And the cables that were coming from the van all sort of short out. Yeah. And all, the Phantasaur falls over and faints. And it- Shaggy says the words Phantasaur. Yes. Yes. Very good. Uh, I Fred's very lucky that he did not electrocute these people. Um, but he also, we're only like barely halfway through the movie. Yeah. If, uh, afterwards, like after people get put in a car and driven off, Daphne's like, "Hey, that took that was short. <laughs> no, it took a lot less time than usual." Oh, I love also, it when there were they two Phantasaurs. Huh? There were two Phantasaur animatronics. Uh yeah. Uh yeah, there were there were two of them on the ground. I'm like, why is two here? 
Why are there two of them? It's unnecessary. Um, mm-hmm. But they were animatronics from an exhibit that the company was sponsoring. And they were like, we're going to use them, paint them up nice, and then use them to scare people off so we can get that silver. Mm-hmm. And the mystery solved. And then they go back to the spa. And Mr. Helby's like, hey, my PLR stuff was stolen. Yep. There are claw marks and foot, uh, dinosaur footprints. Dinosaur footprints that look like velociraptor tracks. Yeah. No, no, they actually point out the different types of footprints, which was really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the gang gets chased by velociraptors through the spa. Mm-hmm. Shaggy and Scooby get split off, and then they run into a kitchen. I thought we were going to get, like, a a shot-for-shot recreation of that one scene from Jurassic Park. We did not, and it was so disappointing. Although, I will say, I do like the thing that they did instead, where... They did instead, where Shaggy and Scooby quickly whip up, like, a cookie dough. Yeah. And then form, (laughs) like, a bait. Yeah. And I'm like, this is is the thing that I would want to do if we had control over the scooby-doo franchise and got to use culinary arts for shaggy and scooby more often yeah uh i will say that the kitchen looks identical to jurassic park like yeah that's that's part of what it what makes us think that though is like definitely the fact that it is like the rows of the like all silver yeah the the way the door has a circular window in it um, it's very reminiscent of it, <laughs> but that I will say them making them making a uh, decoy cookie dough fits pretty well with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the decoys actually do work for a bit. We see a velociraptor just tearing apart these statues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then it corners the rest of the gang, and then a noise is made, and they run off. What's up? Oh, uh, the velociraptors run off. Yeah. Uh, there's a moment in the kitchen when uh, Shaggy and Scooby, while they're trying to sneak out, uh, do get spotted. And then uh, the velociraptor just stares at Scooby very blankly, and Scooby puts on the chef hat onto the velociraptor and then runs out. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh... Yeah, so after the Velociraptors run off, they see them running to the town, so the gang all follows. And in town, there's just a ghost fire fantasaur attacking everything and lighting things on fire. Mm-hmm. And Velociraptors are running through the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tex and his gang round up some of the Velociraptors and are just, like, fighting them with chains and stuff for a bit. Uh, Velma, there's, like, a chase scene where they get chased in the mystery machine around by uh by the velociraptors and the ghost fantasaur so the film will take some pictures of it quickly and then the fantasaur just sort of disappears into a puff of smoke mm-hmm. so the gang goes back to the dig site to show these pictures to Svankmeyer, who's like yeah that's probably the thing that attacked my camp look at all this damage that's here I sent everybody home, and I'm about to leave myself because it's just too dangerous. Dangerous. 
I can't believe Windsor left without saying goodbye. But... There is a car. Just sitting mm-hmm. there in the corner. It's Windsor's car. Yes. Um, I think Shag is the one who says scientists can't really lie very well, can they? Yeah, scientists aren't very good liars. That's uh, why I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Fred then proceeds to lie very badly. All right, I guess we're going now. Forever. To leave town. Uh, but they just go and get some supplies. And Daphne's like, later. why didn't we get crossbows? I wanted to get a crossbow. Let Daphne get a crossbow. <laughs> Daphne deserves a crossbow. Let Daphne two shotguns Blake have a crossbow. <laughs> um, the gang sneaks around, but Velma's like, why are we sneaking when we want to get their attention? Um, and then Velma just stands on a rock and it's like, hey, dinosaurs. Yes. What's up? Yes. And then the velociraptors show up. Immediately. Fred and them are just like, now, and they just throw out bags of marbles on the ground and all of them, all the velociraptors just strip and fall. Yep. And it is, uh, college students? Was it? Yeah, the college interns that were working at, uh. As the, at the dig as site. the dig students. Yeah. And the Phantasaurus shows up, gives chase a little bit. Hey, I just realized something. What's up? I said they were in high school because that's the thing that I was reading off of, like, a, a wiki page. Mm-hmm. They doesn't, it doesn't have to be high school. They could, could definitely be college. be college students. And the reason I'm going to say that they're college students is that these are all grad students that are in the costumes. Yeah. Um, Which means that Windsor would also be a grad student. Yeah. And that would be gross. Yeah. They are all college age. Um, so I will assume that this was, in fact, a college situation. Yes. They also bought fire extinguishers to deal with the Phantasaur. Yes. Who, th- who does show up and is breathing fire at them. And they're like, aha, fire extinguishers. And also... The sort of fog created by the fire extinguishers will show them where the laser beams are coming from for the hologram. Yep. I do like that the gang is already pe- like had already pieced together. It's like the hologram thing got stolen. That's a hologram. Yeah. Like there's no questioning about like, oh, what could it be? Is it a hologram? They're like, no, it's a hologram. Of course it's a hologram. Yeah. I've like, seen from holograms. I really love it when the gang is savvy to remember. Like, within the context of a single mystery, they remember other mysteries that have happened. I appreciate when that actually is written in. Mm-hmm. So, they they chase over to where the hologram is, and Svankmeyer and Windsor are like, Nope, we gotta leave. Bye. See ya. Um, and as they're running away, Daphne's like, Hey, check it out. This is the paint stripper. That they use for the fire breath. It shoots superheated air. Yep. AKA fire, I guess. I guess. Um, and it's then basically they turn a flamethrower. It it yeah, it's a big old flamethrower. It shoots fire beams. Yeah. And uh, then Daphne just leaves it on. Yep. Daphne <laughs> leaves it on. Away. And they run away. Uh, and we know this is important because there is a moment as they run away where the camera focuses on it. Yeah, I was like, they did, this is definitely a thing that is going to matter, so I'm definitely writing this down now. Yeah. 
Uh, so they catch up to the paleontologists, and they yeah. explain their whole plan. They're in, they're in the cavern. Um, inside the cavern is a big old crystal with a big old dinosaur in it, like a full-on dinosaur. Yeah, and dang. Yeah, it's an entire Allosaurus encased in quartz. And I love that she's like, I have no idea how it happened, Yeah, but I do want it. Yeah. It's really interesting because... From what I remember, there have been actual findings of, like, an ancient uh, animal, be it a dinosaur or something from the Ice Age, I don't remember which, where it was basically preserved, like there was still Mm -hmm. fur and feathers, whichever one it is that I don't remember. But it's like, it was a huge find, like... You, they, the, they, they could see like muscle structures and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the fact that this dinosaur was encased in quartz, I fully suspect that actually, like if this had happened somehow in real life, it would be more preserved. And that would be the biggest find in like paleontology existence. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like it is fully preserved in that quartz in this. Is it? In this or film. was it just a skeleton? Or was it a full? No, it was a full quartz. dinosaur. Oh God! It was the it was the whole dinosaur standing up. This professor is the worst scientist in existence because that is the biggest arche- uh, biggest find of like all time, and it's so damn selfish. She's like, I just. I know it's bad, and I, I hate, I'm glad that you stopped me, but I did want to just keep it for my own, because like, come heck? on, it's a dinosaur and a crystal. It's uh. so silly. Uh, and Windsor's like, yeah, and I was gonna help, because I put crime before science. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn, Sam. Uh it's actually the opposite. I, I don't put crime before science. I I I would love mm, it's a thing. I I can't commit a crime. It's the thing about me. <laughs> um, I, okay, have I told you the story about what happened at the like the second ever Momocon we went to? No. Um so we were there, we were in like the CNN center. And they had they had like the Cartoon Network like merch store that was in there, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like looking around. And there was like a button there, and it had Mumra on it. And there was no like there was no one in the building that I in the store. Like there was another store attached to it that I'm like, I guess you probably check out over there. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a cash register in here, and there's no one at it. And there's this pin. And I do like it, and it is Mumra, and it does only a dollar. I could just take it and go. And I did take it, and I left the store, and then I immediately turned back around and put it back. Aww. I couldn't do it. Aww. Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so they weren't, they were like, yeah, we saw the animatronics from before, and they're like, those were definitely animatronics. And we were just like, yeah, we could probably do it better, right? Because Windsor had seen the uh, 
hologram thing. Yeah. And he had taken some uh, computer animation classes. And apparently yeah. in the last couple hours just fully animated an entire dinosaur through this program. Which... Well, so what he did is he just took a, a dinosaur model from the Unity app asset store, <laughs> dropped that in there, add some different texture to it, like just scuff it up a bit, mm-hmm. uh, and then adapt it to a hologram program. Well, the hologram program was the uh yeah the thing that they still and i just there's still the implications that he just learned how to uh use this program because Mm -hmm. when else would he have learned yeah just drag and drop yep (laughs) um so so yeah things start exploding Oh, yes. So the the plan was to scare everyone out of town and then blow up the caverns so that way we could extract the crystal because that's the only way we could get it out of here because it's so dang big. It's the size of a full dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, Very so camp they were scare. Gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, I'm, we put the uh, stuff in place, but it's not lit or anything. That's fine. We did a bad thing. We get it. Um, and then there, there's like a rumble, and she sniffs the air and is like, "Hey, Windsor, did you leave the paint stripper on?" And Daphne's like, "No, cause I did." Yeah. And it's lighting all the fuses of the explosives, so the caves are going to start to collapse. Yeah. I have opinions on the fact that they have so many explosives just strung throughout this site, which contains the most priceless dinosaur find in existence. Like... I think, well, I think the thing about it is they definitely were planning to get that part out, so they probably weren't going to put anything near there, just enough to collapse the rock around it. Yeah. But... Um, So you have to wonder how many other dinosaur fossils were in there, how long have they been digging, how much they managed to excavate. Yeah. But it's like, um, how, okay, if they'd been digging a lot, they would have found it beforehand. Uh, well, may, maybe they found it, but they found the new stra- strain of silver. Maybe that's what happened. Because wasn't yeah, that a thing? Who, who could say? That was a thing. Uh, the the silver was nearby. The silver was like in a different like expansion of the man- mine, but they needed the whole mine in order to get to it, mm. I think is what they said. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Bad paleontologists. Bad. Yeah. They were supervillains. Shaggy does say that you're not just common criminals. You are, in fact, supervillains. Yeah, they have, like, uh, hologram They have projector. holograms and flamethrowers. Yeah. And, like, a big old dinosaur inside a crystal. Mm-hmm. Um... So they're like, all right, well, the cave has collapsed. We have to find the other exit. We're going to have to go through the snake caverns. Yes, the snakes were real. Yeah. I don't lie about everything. <laughs> um, and also, I got to say, these snakes are incredibly cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many of them. They're just and living. They're like, they, 
they don't even try to draw them in a scary way. They're just little cute little snicks. Little noodles. Little noodles. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velma, however, is not a fan. No. Velma is very afraid. I'm su- I was yeah. very surprised that they didn't actually uh, quote Indiana Jones. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff in this film that you'd expect them to just like directly quote something, but they never quite got there. Yeah. Um. Oh, at some point someone said the word bad, so Shaggy is in action hero mode. Yep. And he uh, uh, climbs the cliff walls. To... Yeah, he just leaps directly into the top of the cave. Yes. He uh, goes to the top of the cave to kick down stalactites. Yes. So the others Which then can... everyone can use as stepping stones. Yeah. Like, dang, Shaggy! Um, and the thing about it is that, like, they hit the ground with such an impact, but then also they do just start, start to sink into the sea of snakes. Yeah. There are so many snakes down there. There really, really are. So many snakes. Um, Velma almost gets stuck on one that's sinking, but Shaggy throws a piece of crystal to knock down another stalactite. And Windsor's like, hey, Velma, I actually did kind of like you. And Velma's like, hey, now is not the time. Yeah, you could have told me about this before we started uh, having to flee for our lives. Yeah. Um, So as the caves continue to collapse, Shaggy's like, all right, I need everybody's belts so I can swing out over this river. um, And then I'm going to leap here and then climb this wall and then there's like a, a little bit of light at the top there. I'm Which gonna go out that and I'm gonna get some rope and we're all gonna be okay. But you know, of course Shaggy gets halfway through this sequence uh, and someone says bad. Uh-huh. And at this moment Scooby's like, oh, that's the word. Rad! And then he, and then he can't say it. Yeah, he is so upset. By the fact that they don't understand what he's trying to say. They say every other possible word, except for bad. I think, I think Daphne says, like, Conrad or something like that? Uh, I think it was, like, Armistad or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> Poor Scooby. Yeah. Uh, so Fred's like, alright, I just gotta give you a pep talk, Shaggy. I know about him. I know from hypnosis. I know you couldn't do that stuff with like without having been able to do it anyway. Hypnosis cannot make you do anything that you don't actually want to do, or you couldn't already do. In the case of physical impossibility, yes. And they there was a bit earlier where Fred was like, "Hey, Shaggy, do you always have to say a movie line as part of this hypnosis thing?" And he's like, "Yes, yes." So Shaggy's like, alright, if I'm gonna do this, I need a movie line, Fred. You gotta help me out here. And they just spend, like, a little bit talking about movie lines. Yeah. And the one he gives him is just so funny. Shaggy complains it doesn't even make sense. I don't, I didn't write it down. He's like, does it need to? Uh, the, the line is, when you say jump, I say how high. Yes. Which is, like, the, the opposite of the way that phrase normally goes, yeah. you see? So then he does make the jump, and he does it, and he climbs up there, and he has to jump across falling rocks, and he almost makes it, but then he slips. But then he's grabbed by Tex. Yeah! 
And I she was waiting this. by the exit. I love this. So they knew that they were in trouble. I don't know how. Um, but they found out that this was the only exit. And so they have been camped out near the exit this entire time. And it's adorable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think maybe there's a thing here. Yeah. Maybe there could be stuff here. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with you about this could have been a series. Because, man, I want to know more about Tex. I want Tex to become friends with Shaggy. Yeah. Or maybe more. Or maybe more. Who knows? It could be anything. We There's all this road here. Anything could happen. Yeah. And now that Shaggy knows that he couldn't be brave without, you know, being hypnotized into it. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what could happen? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they have a rope there and they save the others. And just as they do, everything starts to collapse. The ground starts to split open and there's a crater in the center of town. Um, and it reveals the quartz dinosaur and a bunch of light reflects off of it all prettily. And it's really cool. Mm hmm. Uh, and then people get put in cars to be driven away. And Velma's like, hey, Windsor, when you get out of jail, maybe, maybe, you know? Maybe. Uh, Fred's grade in science gets bumped up to a C minus. <laughs> uh, and Shaggy goes to get his hypnosis undone, and now everybody is Shaggy. Yeah. It was very silly as an ending. It was very silly as an ending. I will say that I do think that, uh, Mindy Cohn goes the hardest on, like, not just doing Velma's voice saying Shaggy things, but doing Velma's voice doing a Shaggy's voice. Yes, it was so good. Uh, and, like, to the point where, like, even, like, they're like, alright, but which one of this is actually the real Shaggy? <laughs> Shaggy points to Velma. <laughs> It's like, I think it might be you. Uh, it's good. It's so good. And they are back to being the mustard machine. There was a moment where Daphne had requested. It not be the mustard machine. Yeah. Um. By the way, there was a moment earlier. Uh, and we just kept going. But the, what was his name? Mr. Hub Hubley. So in the kitchen... Mr. Hupley was hiding in a cabinet, the exact same way the kids in Jurassic Park hid in a cabinet. Mm. So it is definitely, it was a 100% a reference. They just didn't, you know, do a shot for shot. Yeah. It was very interesting. <sighs> so yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um... I, I enjoyed a lot of it. I think it, it could... I think this is one of those things where, like, I came out of Camp Scare saying I wanted more of this. This is, like, the one where, like, I think it needed more of this to be okay. Like, to be better. Yeah. Type thing. It didn't leave me wanting more. It, it, it yeah, That's the kind of thing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it was good. Yeah. Would recommend. Um, speaking of recommending, let's pull up the list. Yeah. Shall we? Um, have you already calculated the middle point? Yes, we are at 30 movies. Mm-hmm. Pirates Ahoy and Mask of the Blue Falcon is the middle, and I don't remember which way we go. 
Uh, it's usually just sort of my whatever I feel it's right. I think okay. Pirates Ahoy is correct here. Okay. Um, I think this is better than Pirates Ahoy. I agree. Um, so that's what seven movies up. So it should be here-ish, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. So then how does this movie compare to Daphne and Velma? Hmm. Did Daphne and Velma have an unmasking? Nope. How about the mystery? I found the mystery in this one to be, like, like I said, like, we, we had, like, dedicated red herrings and stuff that they actually could be possible and in many cases were actually end up being culprits but in different ways yeah um i think there was just more going on with that in this one yeah compared to daphne and velma um but also daphne and velma has just good vibes mm-hmm. you know they do i would say i like daphne and velma more yeah all right so i'll see how does this movie compare to Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins? Hmm. Better. Better. Yeah, I was. I would say they're pretty, like, near each other in terms of, like, quality. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. Yeah. Alright, so how about compared to Cyber Chase? Mm-hmm. I... Th- think i like this more than cyber chase i think so too like cyber chase also had a problem of having too much trying to happen at once but like yeah it was like too much of the same plot line this is like a lot of multiple plot lines sort of interweaving against each other yeah i would say this movie dealt with that kind of situation better than cyber chase did mm-hmm. all right and how about compared to scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed Hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts? You know, I'm torn. I am too. Like, that's the, that's the thing about it. Like, I would maybe show someone this movie before I would show someone Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed unless they really like the live action stuff. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I would say just above this, but below Daphne okay. and Velma. Alright. Okay. Alright. So, the list is as follows. <laughs> from the bottom to the top. Monster of Mexico. Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Scooby-Doo goes Hollywood. Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights. Samurai Sword. Alien Invaders. Loch Ness Monster. Legend of the Vampire. Loha Scooby-Doo. WrestleMania Mysteries. Zombie Island. Music of the Vampire. Scooby-Doo 2002. Mask of the Blue Falcon. Pirates Ahoy. Moon Monster Madness. Ghoul School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby-Doo the Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Legend of the Phantasaur, Daphne and Velma, Where's My Mummy, Chill Out, Scooby-Doo, Scoob, Goblin King, Witches, Ghosts, Camp Scare. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> that Camp Scare ended up being number one. It It's the movie that we left wanting more. Yeah. Is the thing about it. I think that makes it inherently the best one. Yeah. Uh, so. That's interesting. So, I don't, once again, I don't remember which is Ghost, but Camp Square, Goblin King, and Scoob, honestly, even arguably Chill Out Scooby-Doo, all have something about it that would have been 
great if there was more. Like, right? Yeah. Um, the thing about that is, like, Witch's Ghost has... Um, I don't know if there's anything about it that would have been great if there was more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, it has the vibe of a Netflix original series, almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get what I yeah. mean, right? <laughs> uh, so I think that's what that puts that. That's so interesting. I think Where's My Mummy would also... Mm-hmm. qualify for that that's interesting Daphne and Velma also yeah a lot of a lot of these are just like interesting anything in the top half I could tell you something like if you just made more of it yeah it would be pretty good sweet so I don't remember what we do when we don't have a we guest do plugs now you can find the show on Twitter at kids and their dog uh, you can also find our website over at kidsandtheirdog.wordpress.com, which is if you can't find our episodes somewhere or something goes wrong, you will always be able to find them there. Uh, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash kidsandtheirdog. Um, there are places that need money more than we do, to be perfectly frank. Mm-hmm. So don't feel inclined to do that sorry um i do want to thank our current patrons though because i have forgotten to do that recently okay so thank you to tanner thank you tanner thanks tanner tess thanks thank tess. You, tess james thank you james thank you james and charlie thank you charlie thanks charlie um and that's that about that. You can go there. There's stuff there. Don't worry about it. We are in uncertain times, as the people say. Mm-hmm. Um, Lava, where can people find you if you would like to plug anything? You can find me on Twitter at LavaBees, L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it. We need to finish our stream of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. <laughs> yes. I've just been thinking about Sonic a lot lately. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mad Lobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Uh, you can find other podcasts I do, such as Precure Podcast Engage, where I talk about the entire Pretty Cure franchise and also Ben 10. Uh, and also like a bunch of other stuff y'all um also i do rngg a randomly generated game design podcast where me and my friend crash make uh come up with a game pitch in 45 minutes based on a randomly generated idea you can find those at prepod engage and at rngg cast on twitter respectively um you can also find me on apex city cast for the silver age part of the hindsight 2020 event uh there have been two parts of that released by the time this comes out the third part will be coming out soon and y'all it's my favorite part (laughs) all of my favorite stuff happens in that part so i highly recommend going to take a listen um i think that's everything i need to plug so next month 
we will be watching Scooby-Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. Woo! Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) But until then, they would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. Perfect. Something else, and I'm scared to death. Fair and soul.